Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, he lives in a pineapple <laughs> under the sea. Who is it, Rebecca? SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> The TV show, too. Yeah, we did it. We didn't even, like, we're not, like, no. not the movie. We're going to do... Uh, Buddy, I binge-watched the whole first oh, season yeah. in 24 hours. By the way, thank you for that doing that legwork on it. That will give you a bit of a breakdown. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. You might break down a little bit after that, but it was a good time. It's for, like, yeah, watching this, it definitely puts you in a headspace. It like, does. <laughs> like, you're like, nothing is really real. No, and that headspace says, I should be high for this. <laughs> That's what that headspace says. <laughs> yeah, and after probably 24 hours, you're like, am I high? Am I high? For this? <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck yeah. So, like, this is really kind of my first delve into SpongeBob. Like, obviously, being aware of who he is and that he's very popular. And really? I know some, and I, like, I'm aware of some of the characters, but, like, I have never really watched this show. You know what's so funny? I watched, so I, I like I said, I binge watched the whole first season uh, to decide which episodes we were going to cover and what we are going to talk about and i had i guarantee i had seen every episode yeah i was so i was like oh i i thought there must have been one that i missed or something no i have absolutely seen that full first season several times yeah i think i think you have i think people um like have really attached to spongebob square pants if they're like one of two groups one mm. you were a child in like what was this like 1999 2000 yeah. when this yeah, first yeah, season like, yeah. came out yeah. uh or you were a college student who liked to smoke pot in <laughs> 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 and i think i just kind of missed that yeah like, you I were think just there like was, right in between those yeah two. like i think yeah. there were other people i went to college university okay. with who were like definitely into spongebob but uh that and invader zim were the two big ones well that's so interesting so what I, I'm really curious to see how you feel about it. Like how, so the episodes you watched, yeah. did you like, did you enjoy them? Did you think they're stupid? Or are you like, this is a slog for me? Like, I mean, what? enjoy and stupid at the same time. <laughs> yes, like, okay, I, yeah. I, like I think my review was, I was like, oh, this is, this is a kid's show, but it's a very, it's a very smart kid's show, but it's okay. still a kid's show. Yes. Is what I kind of felt about it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a good it's one of those good kids shows that parents can watch though. Yes, and like exactly. There's little Easter eggs, there's little stuff where it's like, well, that joke is not for a child. <laughs> <laughs> like if you get it, you know what I mean? But you would really have to get it. Normally yeah. there's like two layers to one of those jokes. Uh, also I'm gonna go into a big thing about Squidward, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I think and it great is, great characters. The oh, animation yeah. is great. I love the old the uh, Ren the Ren and Stimpy style animation is the only way I can describe it. It's like when you zoom in on something and it's like that hyper detailed like grossness to yes, it. Yes, and sometimes they input like live like Yeah, which is so funny. Funny. Yeah, yeah, there's like it's it's a funny it's a funny show. Yeah, there's no rules. There's no rules. It's um it's very imaginative, very colorful. Like yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was I can't good. Believe this is your first bunch. Yeah, it's through. weird. It's weird. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, guys, if you if you are like me and you have not seen SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, what can I possibly? How can I possibly describe this? It is about a anthropomorphic. Sea sponge uh, <laughs> named SpongeBob SquarePants, who is square, and I assume that's why his his pants are square. Mm -hmm. I don't think they ever address that. 
Uh, but <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, that like he's called SpongeBob SquarePants because he's a square yeah. thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and he lives uh, he lives in a pineapple under the sea uh, in a place called a uh, Bikini Bottom Atoll, and yeah. uh, he uh, his best friend is Patrick Star, the uh, very dumb starfish. Uh, he works at Krabby Patty uh, with Mr. Krabs, his boss. And uh, with as well as with Squidward, who is also his neighbor, who is a squid and is kind of like a, a misanthrope, I guess is what you'd say, like kind of a like grumpy, like mm. SpongeBob uh, guy. And then there's also Plankton, uh, who used to be friends with Mr. Krabs, uh, but runs a, 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 a competing restaurant across the uh, street called the uh, the Chum Bucket that nobody goes to. And Plankton's just like, I need to get a Krabby Patty yeah. in order to determine its secrets and, and create a successful restaurant on my own. So that's kind of like one aspect of it. The other aspect is like, SpongeBob and Patrick are always bothering Squidward. Mm -hmm. um, and like it it's pretty much that and then like very short like 11 minute episodes. There's also um uh Sandy Cheeks who's a squirrel who lives under there. There's uh I think that's most of the characters. Pearl Crabs who's like not really much in the episodes we watched. No. Um, she's like a whale that Mr. Crabs is the father of. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. pretty much it. That is it. And you little it. adventures here and there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's all little adventures. Yeah. Every episode is uh split into two episodes, which I honestly I I don't know if that speaks to my attention span, but I really prefer it. <laughs> I <laughs> I do. Honestly, a lot of my favorite cartoons are like 12 minute episodes. Well, I think you don't and have you any just fat run through or them. filler oh, when yeah. you're doing it like that, right? Like you hit the main story mm -hmm. beats, you get a, get a couple good jokes out of whatever premise you've come up with, move on. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so our villains. Yes. Are, I would very much are, well, first of all, the most even, like the, the person that's the villain villain is Plankton. Yes. <laughs> he acts like a villain. He walks around. Like, I picked a lot of episodes that he was featured in. And he I was has like, that, like, oh, voice. Uh, yeah. He's so funny. I think he's a great villain, and that's why I picked so many episodes that I was like, we got to talk about this Love guy. It. Like, Love this it. guy's awesome. Um, and then, obviously, Squidward. Yeah, which is like, um, I mean, I don't know if he rises to the level of, like, <laughs> <laughs> traditional villain other than like he's he is sort of a foil for spongebob yes um but like man do i feel sympathy for squidward <laughs> well i actually really believe that if you're watching that i i think what is done here or what i would argue has been done here is this is a show where if you're the kid, you're SpongeBob, and if you're the adult, you're Squidward. Yes. And that is there on purpose, I think. That is yeah. there very much. So, like, you watch this as if you're the parent of a child, and you go, yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking get it. You don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Toys going off. Alarms going off. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm not fucking ready, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. I think I just think like Squidward's very much the internal monologue of a parent. Yeah. Oh, I didn't really think about it like that. I just I was just watching it and being like, well, I'm Squidward. I don't know what that says no, about I think, me, but I like, genuinely think it's like on purpose. Like, yeah. okay, if you're a parent watching this, this guy's for you, <laughs> and these characters are for the kids. Yeah, this guy's yeah. saying the things you want to say. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Oh, this this is a little 
little tip, but one cartoon I do remember as a kid, which was there. Uh, I, I don't know if you know Eek the Cat. No. Um, so the, weirdly formative. It was basically this like purple house cat, and he always had this uh, tagline like "It never hurts to help," and he had like this little lisp. Oh, maybe with, I remember that. And like Sharky the Shark Dog was his thing. Anyway, um, and it always did hurt to help. Like he like he would always squish okay. himself or hurt himself trying yeah. to help other people. But there was like a there was a uh, a second like so eleven minutes like eleven minutes would be eat the cat and eleven minutes would be the uh, uh, some show about dinosaurs. They were like a paramilitary dinosaur group okay. that was trying to like hunt these two humans. So there's these two cavemen, one of which was named Bill, which is my dad's name. So like my dad just like fixated on him. And like his tagline was always like, when will the hurting stop? Because you always like, and that's like, for some reason that is my Squidward, you know, just like this, like, God, when when will (laughs) it end? When will the hurting stop? Uh, So like that was immediately what I thought of when I uh, saw Squidward. I was like, oh, that's the same character. That's the same type of character. Yes. And truly anything, even when Squidward gets to like the height of his bullshit when he's like he's really digging in and he's like fuck you i'm gonna lean into this yeah i'm like yeah you in my opinion he never reaches the height that spongebob did yeah yeah Yeah. i love the exhaustion in your voice right yeah i mean i mean let's just get into it like squidward is a guy (laughs) who Works presumably a minimum wage job in. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Mr. Krabs is the cheapest man of all time. Right. So, so there's no way he's getting any more money than that. So he's got a shit job. Yeah. Um, and he's got shit neighbors. He lives directly in between Patrick and SpongeBob. And uh, they are insufferable as neighbors. One of these episodes we watched, it was basically like. You can't sell your house if yeah. if you have crazy neighbors. So like he is stuck there. <laughs> like that's the entire arc of this is just yeah. like they're gonna act so fucking nuts that like the real estate agent is gonna be like, no, we can't do this. Like they kind of trick Squidward into being that nuts. Mm. Um, but it's still just like there's no escape for him. No. You get woken up by something that's not your alarm every day. And I got to tell you, that would make me feel so fucking violent. What, his laugh? Are no, you his, uh, his uh, alarm clocks. His, his uh, SpongeBob's, like, uh, what, I don't know, what are that? Like a fucking foghorn? Like that Oh, insane... does SpongeBob do that every morning? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's how that bitch wakes up. He's uh. ready. He's... <laughs> He he wakes up to that alarm, which I got to tell you would make me feel so fucking violent. I don't know if you've ever... Have you ever hung out with a person that doesn't wake up to their alarm? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, no. Maybe like I had to, once, I had to take a minute. I was like, "What do you mean they don't oh, like?" Like oh. I was like, "How would that affect me?" That like they sleep in, and they're like, "Oh no, it's going off." It's the whole going time. off the whole time. They can't hear it, and oh. it is like I always thought these people were kind of bullshit. But it, I've had a couple of friends where it is a phenomenon. Like I've never, I had a friend download an app that made her alarm louder, and it would sit right next to her ear. And she still couldn't hear it. And I was like, bitch, how are you alive? Like, how has nothing happened in the <laughs> night that has killed you? Yeah. Like, I am 
all over. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I am up and ready to like <laughs> this, the the smallest bump in the middle of the night. I am up and ready to go. I'm like, what, is, what the fuck was that? Like, it's if I if I become accustomed to it, it's okay. Like, I've lived outside of some like fire stations and stuff like that, True. where I'm like, okay, I can kind of sleep through that once I get used to it. But like, my alarm, but in the room, bud. Oh yeah, not yeah. a chance. Uh, cat went. <laughs> I think I went to bed early and she had set an alarm. She was trying to like regulate her sleep schedule a little better. Mm. So she had set an alarm for when she was supposed to go to bed and it was like 12 o'clock or something. And I'd gone to bed like super early and she had already gone to bed like on like on typical oh, of her I so see, she yes. had an alarm set on her phone for like this is when i need to go to bed and it was just going off in the middle of the night while i was trying to sleep <laughs> and like she wears like headphones Vi- and, no, like that. and i was just like yeah. violence in my oh, heart yeah 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 violence i <laughs> <laughs> yes so, so i gotta tell you waking so up like that would be oh every day i'm fucking snapping okay secondarily you're you go to the Krusty Krab. You work at the Krusty Krab. This is your minimum wage job. It seems like your only place of sanctuary. Yeah. And episode one, this guy gets hired there. Yeah, so he was already his neighbor. Yes. Yes. Can you imagine? Like, literally? Like, I've had roommates where they're like, oh, maybe I'll get hired at your spot. No. No. No, 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 no. This is my time away from you. I need this separate time or yes. I'll snap. Just, just, they can be the perfectly nice people, but you need that different energy. You need that separation, right? And I would also like to touch on um, what I'm going to call toxic positivity. Ooh, <laughs> because, yes, 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 yes. Because holy fuck, talking to somebody that will not accept that there is anything bad in the world or that there is any problems, or that anything is wrong. <laughs> yeah, infuriating. It's oh my it's, god. It's kind of like, um, I mean, it's not gaslighting, but it sort of is, right? Where you're like, they're trying to convince you that everything is fine and it's just a matter of outlook and all the rest, and you go like, "Am I fucking crazy?" Yeah, you yes. know, like, are you like, how are you not seeing this? How are you not seeing that I'm miserable or that you're annoying? Or that there's, you know, people have conflicts. Yeah. Yeah. It's like SpongeBob lives in a fairy tale where he's like, there's never any conflict. Everything's rainbow and sunshine. Everybody loves me and everybody loves Patrick. And, uh. Yeah. And I will say, going into this, uh, so I was aware of who Patrick and SpongeBob were um, because, uh, but. I had going coming into this, I had always just assumed that like, oh, Patrick's the dumb friend. And then watching this, I was like, oh, they're both dumb. Yeah. They're both exceedingly stupid. Yeah, it's just like um SpongeBob uh has I don't even know how to describe it's like it's almost like SpongeBob has talent though, but he doesn't know how to tap it properly. Right. Where, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, There's ever... a different energy, but I would both, like, if I oh, had no, to hang out with both, idiots. if both these people were real people, I'd be like, you're dumb and I have nothing in common with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're Pre- doing... And also presuming that they're not stand-ins for children here. Like, we're presuming they're all adults. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Like, SpongeBob is doing whippets in the fridge. <laughs> like, Hundy P. 
SpongeBob is in there just fucking ripping it, fucking banging out these Krabby Patties. Absolutely. That guy's high as shit. <laughs> For sure. I don't know how he couldn't be, man. Yeah. And all Squidward wants is peace and uh, quiet. That's it. That's his like entire motivation is just leave me alone. Like I think he's even said um uh y- you know like go away. like he's like they celebrate a birthday for him when it's not even his birthday. And he's just like okay, go away now. Please Oh yeah, you broke into my house. <laughs> it's always the break into the house thing yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like you can't you can't be in my home, man. <laughs> Can't break down my fucking home, dude. Um, Yeah, they break in all the time. They destroy his property constantly. Okay, and I get that, like, there's kind of, like, this shtick through the whole thing where it's, like, oh, like, Squidward thinks he's very cultured and talented, and he's actually not that talented or cultured. But it's, like, if you actually look what he's doing, it's, like, no, he actually is, for sure. Like, the souffle he makes banging looks incredible okay the sculpture he makes incredible right can this guy hit music not exactly but how could be talented and everything and with a neighbor as noisy as that fuck i gotta tell you i'd be banging it out all day i wouldn't give a fuck dude oh yeah okay it's like no offense i i actually kind of like my neighbors like i have no big issue with them um but they have these two dogs that these two little yappy dogs that are constant right literally just constantly barking 24 hours a day, non-fucking-stop, right? So when I hold a party seasonally, well, you're just going to have to suck that up, Buttercup, aren't you? Because, yep. like, I don't know. My neighbor talked to me. She's like, yeah, it was, it was really hard to sleep last night. And I was like, oh, yeah. We do only do it every three months. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. this isn't every weekend. I wake up to your fucking barking dog every fucking morning eat it like just <laughs> just eat this one okay yeah. you got to all right so if i'm Squidward, 25 barking dogs buddy one party every night no spongebob living next to this bad clarinet music fucking eat it bud you're the loudest motherfucker on the planet also you're allowed to practice clarinet in your house like like clarinet how, how do you expect to get better <laughs> exactly <laughs> and why do you think he isn't better because every time he tries to to just fucking chill out and pla- yeah. practice his clarinet. They're like, well, I bet he'd be have more fun if we were friends with him. And uh. like just the the um, the the one episode that we watched, which is the I think it's called The Paper. Oh, and yeah. Squidward so throws, a lo- yeah. throws away a little like wrapping gum, piece of wrapping gum. And SpongeBob, he even says he's like, oh, OK, well, SpongeBob is out now. I guess it's time to go back inside. I guess my relaxation is over. Like, can't even enjoy his front lawn, you know? Yes. And then he's like, okay, I guess I got to go away. And SpongeBob is like, well, don't you want your paper back? Don't you want your paper? He's like, no, just leave me alone. Whatever. Like, take it. Please. Go. I beg. I just want to read my Frown Digest magazine, which is the funniest. (laughs) He's reading Frown Digest. Oh, I love it. Uh, (laughs) Because honestly, that's kind of how I feel like with some of the stuff I want to read sometimes, right? Where I'm just like, this is kind of serious and depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and again, it's that adult thing. Like, remember when you were a kid and you were like, why are the adults just sitting around talking? Uh, Why don't they do anything fun? And then you're like an adult. You're like, this is the best. Because we're reading Frown Digest. Frown Magazine. Frown Magazine. And bad things. We're reading Stare Out the Window Magazine. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> and but as an adult, you're like, that's the best. Yeah. Um, but then the the thing that I found, I was like, this is this is like a literal portrait of insanity. Where it's like SpongeBob is just outside playing and be like, this paper is so fun. It's the most fun thing in the world. And it actually gets in Squidward's head where he's like, I need this. I covet this. This is, this is what fun is. Possessing this thing is fun. And he trades SpongeBob all of his things, yeah, including his house and the shirt off his back, to get this little piece of paper. And then is like, oh, this isn't fun. SpongeBob's just fucking crazy. Yeah, he's a psychopath. He's psycho. I love it. Like rubbing that sort of fun in people. Like it's 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 almost like literal FOMO. Oh yes. Like a like a physical FOMO. Like you're missing out on this <laughs> on this piece of paper, paper. bitch. <laughs> no, he really he drives him to insanity a lot of times. But still, Squidward always just to like come back on him because I know you're right. He's not like technically like a villain. Villain. He's more of like a foil. But like Squidward always comes back around. He always apologizes. He always encourages SpongeBob at the end. Like he always breaks right before he gets too bad. Yeah. Before it ever becomes like super problematic or anything like that. Or like even tries to teach about like the hook episode makes me laugh so hard. Oh, uh, yeah. the, the hooks, the hooks are coming, right? So they're playing with these hooks that are coming down. Uh, Mr. Krabs has warned SpongeBob not to fuck, not to fuck with the hooks. Okay. Which is valid. Yeah. Super valid and a great life lesson for anybody uh, doing nautical nonsense under the sea. Yeah. Just, I mean, even every day, if you see a giant hook hanging from the sky, maybe don't fuck around with it, you know? <laughs> I think we can apply that in our everyday lives. There's too. just one dragging <laughs> on the ground. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, a piece of cheese. Are we not going to grab it? Uh... Is that a brie? <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. So they start like riding them, and then uh, Mr. Krabs kind of gets Squidward to um, basically teach SpongeBob a lesson and hook him, which he needs. He needs this lesson. He needs this lesson because, buddy, you are the perfect shape for a fucking bath with some fucking dishes. Yep. I got to tell you, you are coming out of here. Yeah, I don't know. You're, you're, you're being used as a dish sponge for sure. Yes. I can't, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I keep wanting to go over to episodes I feel like you haven't watched. Go for it. Go for uh, it. Did I get you to watch the, um, the one where they go to the moon? No, I don't think so. So funny. They get, they're convinced that um, they land. Cause like, oh, all right. I wrote it down as a potential because I was like, there were some episodes where I was like, there isn't a villain here. I just want you to watch how much of a fucking menace SpongeBob is to his community. <laughs> Cause SpongeBob and Patrick really cause like just constant chaos, right? True. Like um, when he becomes the hall monitor, or there's one where he becomes the hall monitor for the, um, <laughs> for the boating school. <laughs> Okay. Because the boating school, apparently you're there constantly and they need hall monitors, which is so, they just treat it like it's a school, which is just so funny. But then SpongeBob's so sad because he's got to take this uniform off, like school's basically done. And she's like, oh, you know, Miss Puff's just like, oh, just like wear it around the community. And then he causes so much terror that the police start looking for him <laughs> because he's helping so much. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. literally, they're a, a just menace. like literally menaces. And then uh, Squidward's just a stick in the mud. 
can we talk about Plankton? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because he's my, he actually, he was never my favorite character before this. But I think because of this podcast, I think he just might be. <laughs> like, honestly, rewatching this, I was like, Plankton's so hot fire. First of all, making him so, like, Plankton, he's teeny tiny. Yeah. They've really given him this, like, small man anger. The like, Napoleon complex. Yeah, just brewing, right? He's just brewing at all times. And he is, like, he believes himself to be pure evil, which is so funny because all of his plots are so mild <laughs> and so nothing. And it's like him just trying to get a Krabby Patty. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah, I, I, the whole time I was like, just give him the fucking hamburger, man. Just get like he's a customer. <laughs> just give it to him. Just let him have it. Do you think him getting a Krabby Patty is going to put uh, uh, them out of business? Do you think people are going uh, to go over to the Chum Bucket because they have a similar hamburger? Yes. No. And I understand that to human beings, uh, the name Chum Bucket is like, ugh, gross. Who would eat there? You know who would eat there? Anything living under the sea. The yeah. chum bucket is where it's at. I don't even think that's that gross, honestly. I'd eat at a place called the chum bucket. I mean, yeah. other than I'm not a big fan of seafood, but like. You would? Oh, yeah. You'd chum it up? Oh, yeah. Like, I assume that's a place that has like peanut shells on the floor, but like I'd eat there. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I pictured myself with like gloves on digging into something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking slightly more refined than no, that. No, no, I was it. getting goopy. Yeah. I was like, you know, they, they go up to my fucking... Anyway. Um, yeah. No, he is he is perfection. And I think he actually put, like, kind of turns a spotlight because every time he, him, uh, uh, Plankton, and SpongeBob interact, they, like, one of them will bring the other one to the other side, kind yeah. of. Yeah. So it's kind of like there's an episode where, like, SpongeBob is trying to make like Plankton like a nicer person and like you should, you know, embrace friendship and this sort of thing. It is kind of winning them over because yeah, like Plankton has this plot. He's going to befriend SpongeBob and then get this this hamburger from him. And SpongeBob, I think, even says like, well, maybe if he had just one friend, he wouldn't be so mean. Yeah. It's kind of nice. And I mean, there is a nice turn at the end of that where he does this whole thing like, oh, I, I did it. I was your friend to try and get the Krabby Patty. Um, but now I really I really like you. And it's really nice. And then he goes, no, I'm just kidding. And he like runs off with the hamburger. Like I did, I did like that. Um, and then the, the other episode where he's trying to clear the beach so oh, he can make yes. a mega chum bucket. He tries to make um, SpongeBob more assertive. Yeah, and more so quote unquote evil. Yeah, but it's basically like so people don't walk all over him. Yes, it's like, hey, SpongeBob, you are too nice, which he absolutely is. Yes, right, like three or four different people butt in line with him to get ice cream at the beach, and then like they sell out of the ice cream, and you're like, yeah, be like, excuse me, I was in line there. You know, like obviously for comedic effect, Plankton is like swinging way far too far the other way. Yes, but it was just like, oh. No, SpongeBob does need to learn how to stand up for himself and not oh, just. Oh yeah, he's uh, a huge pussy. Yeah, what a pushover! Oh what? my god, if if people could stand to be around him, they take advantage of him all the time. Absolutely, um, and SpongeBob kind of has. The, I love this pattern of like, he'll do something, the other person responds, responds, maybe even like to in their mind a little too far, 
and then it becomes their problem. Like it's never SpongeBob is very rarely the problem by the end of the episode. Right. Do you know what I mean? It kind of it's kind of like he always falls like ass backwards into whatever the good solution is. Um, and everybody around him's like just kind of sitting there holding the bag, but you're like, well, (laughs) (laughs) what are you to do? Sometimes if you just giggle through life and you're just a silly goose, everything works out. (laughs) Yeah. But I think, I think that might be because everyone goes like, oh, well, they're not going to solve the problem. You know? Oh God. Is that what people think about me? No, 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 not you. But like, I, you're right. Like, you're like, hey, like, uh, there's a certain easygoing attitude where, like, mm-hmm. even if you created problems, you see that person and you go, well, you know, they're not going to fix this problem themselves. So other people have to step up around them. And I don't think that's a good trait. I think there's optimism. I think there's having a good attitude. I think there's that. But then there's also just like, oh man, it's, isn't it so funny that everything always works out for me? It's like, well, other people work it out for you, really. You know? I might have a dash of that. <laughs> Just a dash, you know? <laughs> if I'm being real, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm looking at myself, <laughs> really? This is this has turned into a very introspective episode <laughs> for SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, I might have a little SpongeBob in me, you know? I mean, we all do, I though, a little around, bit. I like, oh, Everything's great. Everything oh. kind of works out. Oh, you think people don't walk all over me sometimes because I'm a nice guy? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, there is one episode that I really, really stood out to me because I was just like, oh, yeah, this guy is. And honestly, I would say like a very what felt like a very adult speech where I was like, no, this is for this episode is borderline for adults. Like I was like, this guy's speech is really perfect. Um the employee of the month episode. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that one up. Because Squidward gives it. So, like, SpongeBob has been employee of the month every single month. Like, there's a whole wall of them, right? And Squidward kind of gives him this speech about how it's a scam. He's like, employee of the month is a scam. They're trying to get you to work harder for nothing. And I will not buy into this. If you want to do this, this is fine, but you got to know that this is really a scam. And, buddy, I could not agree more. Holy fuck, I felt that in my soul. I was like, yes, of course. It's like when I I used to work at Red Lobster, and they had this, like, poster in the back where they would put little gold stars if you got, like, if somebody, whatever, uh, at the end of every receipt, they're like, if you fill out the survey or whatever, nobody fucking does that. No. Also, if you do do that, there is a 75% chance this review is not good. Oh, oh yeah, like, yeah, if, yeah. If you're taking the time, like... <laughs> oh, it's the uh, the two-star problem. Yeah, uh, yeah, same, yeah, same, yeah. Same. where you go like, I don't understand anybody who leaves a two-star review. Ones or fives. <laughs> exactly. Like Ones I, or fives, maybe a four. Maybe a four, something was a little, it wasn't so, yeah, perfect, yeah. but I really liked it. Exactly. Like, But I, I do not understand the mentality of leaving anything else. It, like To be like, best time of our lives, mm-hmm. uh, great service. Oh, Rebecca was, oh, our waiter, she was the best. Yeah. Like just on and all, never any bread. Like we didn't have to ask for anything. Our glasses were never empty. Just, just the best experience of our lives. And also, the food poisoning, worst day of my life. They yeah. spit in my face and never eating here again. I don't understand being like meh 
and making the effort to to document a meh. You know, I've never. I don't think I've ever documented a meh in my life. Yeah, not I mean, a, I don't think I've ever done any review. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm just like this is. I have this weird thing. I'm like, this is a thing that I'm appreciative that other people have done, but I'm never going to. Do I only that. do it for positive. Yeah. So, like, if I have, like, a really exceptional experience somewhere, depending, like, it doesn't matter what it is. If I'm at Winners and this girl checked me out, like, like nobody's business, then I'm like, all right, man, I'll fucking write a little review for you or yeah. whatever. I'll, I'll email corporate, tell them that you should have more money. Yeah, <laughs> um, true, Because I used to work a lot of these jobs, and I'm not going to do it for everybody, but, like, if if you're making minimum wage and you got a real pep in your step, Buddy, I'm going to get you that gold star in the back of that fucking break room. Even sure. though it's bullshit. It is bullshit. It's total fucking bullshit. But every time, yeah, I used to work this Red Lobster and this woman shows me the fucking chart. She's like, yeah, so like you can get up here and this is what happens. And she's like, oh, you kind of seem like you're not li- really absorbing this. And I was like, oh, this isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. isn't, this isn't something I strive towards. This is not something this will. I will not even look at this again. You got to know, like, this is background noise to me now. My eyes will glaze over that. Like, it's not here. Yeah. And you know what it is, Rebecca? It's like, and this is what makes you a comedian, is that we have a, like, a super refined sense of, like, like a, like a sommelier, like someone who does wine. They've got a really good enhanced sense of taste, right? Or taste and smell. Like a a sculptor or something has a really good, like, vision for detail. Like, they notice details. And comedians notice bullshit. Ah, yeah. You just go, that's bullshit right there. Fucking bullshit, And then all of comedy is us going like, hey, everybody, did you notice this bullshit here? And we point at it, and everyone goes, oh, you're right, that is bullshit. That, to me, is comedy in its simplest form. So, like, like, (laughs) that gold star thing, you go like, Oh, who buys into this? This is bullshit. You but loser. It works. You yes. fucking loser. How dumb can you be to be tricked by this? This yeah. is a trick. Yes. And it doesn't matter. Because, like, I'm sorry. I'm kind of going on a bit of a tangent ah, here. But, like, honestly, when you talk to a lot of people at these jobs, uh, even higher up job, like, whatever, corporate, stuff like that, they will tell you all year you're the best fucking employee and then all yeah. the time, all of a sudden, it's raise time, and wow! All of a sudden, that note kind of changes a little bit. Actually, we've been having a few issues we haven't discussed with you. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's like now that we have to put money to it, we think you're actually a three point five instead of a four, and it just happens that four is when you would have gotten the raise. So three point, but you know, three point yeah. five. So if you took on a little more responsibility in your job now without a pay raise. I'm pretty sure by next year you could get up to the four. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fuck off. But but this does, uh, and this is, again, slightly off topic, but it does raise an interesting question that I, I really want to know what you think. Because, like, to me, like, it's not all about money, right? Like, there are other forms of recognition that I think, like, you appreciate, even in these minimum wage jobs. Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, but what, so what is that to you? Oh, uh, so first of all, that is um, treat me like I'm an equal. Right. When I come in. Okay, like not, you know what I mean? None of, none of this micromanagey. Like a respect kind of. Yes. Okay, I want I want to come in. I want to feel that respect. Okay. I don't, if, if I hear the words, oh, could you find 15 more minutes for Zellers today? I'll fucking kill you. Okay. <laughs> 
you got to understand that we got to we got to clock in time and we got to clock out time. Okay. And you got to res- you got to put some fucking respect on my clock out time, man. I have quit jobs so fucking fast. If you call me at home, we're done. Yeah. You call me at home? Buddy, I'm I'm a I'm working a serving job. You're calling me at like midnight cuz of some weird reservation I put in the fucking thing? Wait for tomorrow. Yep. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. I Yeah, it's just respect for you. It's yes, respect. Yes, it, it really is. It's it's mostly just that uh when I come in here, you just let me fly. Yeah. You and I will work so trust, fucking trust that you trust, know how to do yes, your job. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, You're right. That's actually the biggest recognition for me. Okay? Like none of this and it's Honestly, it's even the same in stand-up. Buddy, when I show up and they're like, I, I just hate the little gifts and bullshit they try and give you. They're, they're like, we're having an ice cream day. What Am I fucking five, bro? Hand me $5. <laughs> Put the $5 in my hand and I, I'll be so happy. Yeah. Okay, like I don't want this garbage. I, I can't fucking stand it, dude. When I go to a show, and they're like, oh, we have little gift bags for all the comedians. Bro? Like, unless you have a sponsor or something. I get that. Yeah, okay, yeah, if yeah. you have it's a sponsor. Like our like, sponsor, they made the poster. And buddy, they said, I've shown up to shows where they're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they hosted a lot of shows for a long time. That's funny. I had, uh, I had a show where I showed up and they were like, oh, yeah, we just got like a, like a trunk of weed. Just grab whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> got like a trunk of weed. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just picturing it as like the trunk open on like a mid-level sedan. Uh, and just the like bulk barn uh, scoop just stuck in this like just just just, just, just take what you want. <laughs> and honestly, I don't even correct me. That's how it is. No, that's great. Just, oh, we got a trunk of weed? Yeah, we got a uh, trunk of weed for you. Like, I, I understand this, and I, I love that. That's no problem, right? Or like, whatever, like Steam Whistle sponsored this. Take home a six-pack. Okay, valid. Or a glass. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. But if I show up here, and you as the producer have been like, oh, here's a little notebook, and here's a pen, and here's some candy, and here's this. Bitch, give me money, okay? Where are we at? A fucking birthday party? What yeah. the? This is my fucking job, bro. Yeah. I go to a show every single night. How many of these can I take home? Yeah, okay? that's true. Uh, wait, where's the limit? I don't. I honestly don't mind a notebook. Like, I feel <laughs> oh, like that's really. Oh no! Ah. A fucking snap. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about a pen, though? Because everyone backstage is always like, "Do you have a pen? Do you have a like a?" No, no, no. I, I, even okay. Honestly, and I don't know why I, I'm sorry, this is such a we're supposed to be talking about no, SpongeBob. This is, this it's is just what like what SpongeBob does to you. It gets deep in your just soul. Fucking, and, and, and. It, it finds out what you are. <laughs> but like literally, if a producer was like, hey, we here's a notebook, here's a pen, that's fine. The second you put it into a bag and you oh, make it a yeah, gift yeah. for me. And someone did the thing with the scissors and the ribbon where it's all curly. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. All fucking. Mm, yeah. Mm. So all that to say, Squidward was definitely right about this fucking employee. No, 100%. Like, I've had producers write me nice little notes. I get great. little cards with, like, the money in it. Love that. That's great. Okay? That's an appreciation thing that I can get on board with. Okay? Right. Pleases. Thank yous. You did a great... Looking me in the eyes and telling me I did a great job today, 10 out of 10. <laughs> That's better than any gold star in the back yeah. or a little fucking chart or employee of the month or whatever. Just look me in my fucking face and be like, you did a great job. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> 
I'll be back yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, actually, actually, that is, I think, the best thing for me is great job tonight. We'll, oh. have, we'll have you back again real soon. L- love it. Pour it on me. Pour it on me. Pour but the fuck on me. But also, like, here's the thing is we probably have very different, like, reward centers than most people. Uh, or, 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 you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I think, I, I think not, uh, sorry, let me rephrase that. I think everybody has their own different way that they want to be appreciated in the way that they Yeah, love languages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's like for work and bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, For yeah. work and bullshit. For work and bullshit. But I, I can really see how Squidward gets like, tur- like his, his lines where he rolls and spins out of control. I agree with them every time. Okay. I can see the process of how this guy spins out every time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he really is driven to it. It happens all the time. We're like, or even for me, we're like, like we were talking about the car alarm before mm-hmm. where you were like, oh, like if a car alarm's going off, I'll feel like fucking violence. Well, like it feels like SpongeBob to me is just like this tiny little car alarm that's walking around. <laughs> Yeah. Just going meep, 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 and just like walking around doing that shit. And I would fucking snap too. Like I had a summer where there was this DJ that would set up across the park from me. And I started plotting ways of fucking with them. <laughs> I was plotting. I was like, I literally, like there was this DJ that would set up at the park across from my old place. And it was every Sunday. And there's no, the property was owned by Hydra. I was like, there's no way they're allowed to be here. And I'm like, I'm like trying to plot how I'm going to fuck with these people because I'm so fucking mad. Uh, And I had to stop myself. And I was like, what are you doing right now? You are actively spending so many hours on these people you fucking hate. (laughs) But but when they're intrusive like that, because like in that Employee of the Month episode, the thing is, it's like, Squidward's saying this is bullshit, but then SpongeBob becomes convinced himself that Squidward is going to take the employee of the month, that he's just saying that it's bullshit so he doesn't try, and is like, once again, breaking into his house, destroying his alarm clocks, um, you know, so he doesn't wake up for work the next day. He's digging a hole. This is actually where they got the plot line for beef. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's actually just a live action SpongeBob episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Allie wants. Yeah, there's gear, just fucking gearing up. (laughs) Right to each other. Yeah, but it's like, it's like, and then as you said, it becomes this thing where you go, okay, this isn't about, this isn't about, um, the the award being bullshit anymore mm-hmm. it becomes about you who i now have personal conflict with valuing this so highly so i'm i don't want it because the award means anything i want it because i want to take it from you who is making my life miserable because of this oh i'd do that i do that in a heartbeat right I could name fucking three comics off my dome right now. I'd be like, fuck you <laughs> specifically. <laughs> so I think we this have another means, motivation this here. This means nothing to which me. Which spite. <laughs> oh, spite's a great motivator. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, I actually, <laughs> there, yeah, that might come from a bad part of me, but I, I think I might be more motivated by hate than anything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by a distaste for somebody. Ooh, buddy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Woo! That'll get me up in the morning. Uh, That'll I, get me up so fast. Oh, I've probably mentioned this before on the podcast. But one of my earliest memories of going to a gig with you is uh, like I think we were in like a car for like two or three hours just together, and like we. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> and like I think the second you got in the car, you were like, "Here are the five people I will talk shit about to anybody who will listen." And like that was the whole first hour of that drive is just you being like, "This person's fucking shit because of this." This was, and I was like, "Oh, this is." Like just the the magic of that being the headline, like the five people I'll talk shit about to anyone who will listen by Rebecca Reitz is like funny. Because <laughs> here's and my it's, room. it's changed too over the years. It has it's, changed. It's an updated list. Yes, it it's, has been updated. Some people have been removed. Okay, you can get yourself off that list. <laughs> You can get yourself off. It's not yeah. for life. It's not I, for life. <laughs> which is also very funny because I remember um, there's another comic. I won't name them, but they have a a. They were very famously not getting along online and. Oh okay, yeah. And I asked them once. I was like, just curious. Like, wh- what would it take for them to get back on your good side? Yeah. Like, what would it take? Like, is that ever a possibility? And they sat there and they thought about it for like a good minute and they said no i don't think so like i don't think that'll ever happen and it, i was just like oh okay <laughs> so good on you for having like a a, a flexible oh no list. there's some people that can't be removed <laughs> right. but there are some people on the lower tier of the list where right, i'm like right right yeah, so you could you can get back yeah you could get back in my good graces perhaps <laughs> but my rule is if i'm going to talk shit and that's why I said the top five thing, because if I'm going to talk shit, I only talk shit if I wouldn't mind if you heard it. Right. I only that's... I will only talk shit about people where I'm like, I'd say this to your fucking face, bro. Like, straight up, I'd say this to your face. And that is the only reason why I'll say it to other people. <laughs> I, I admire that. Well, those are my it terms It gives me a little bit of a panic attack myself. <laughs> but, like, you know, we don't have to live our lives nah, this I'm kind of getting into my bitch era. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, I just, I don't have time for people I don't like. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. And that's I have fair. all the time in the world for people I love. You know what I mean? Why would I give my energy to people I fucking hate? There's yeah. so many cool people. Yeah, I want to give it to them. Like Plankton. Like, just Plankton's give that so poor funny. guy a hamburger. Buddy, man. having a sarcastic female computer sidekick is chef's kiss on it. Yep. I love, so sarcastic, so cutting, like, just constantly kind of fucking putting them down a bit. The guy's a fucking genius. I and I like to think about it like it's I'm I don't know if they ever cover this in like later seasons perhaps they do um but I I love to think about it like like uh Ham and Mr. Krabs have some sort of like weird high school rivalry where they were going after the same whale <laughs> yeah and, and that is why Plankton has decided because he's obviously the funny thing is is he's a fucking genius like he's built all this stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. The computer, the the lab, the 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 little things that he had, the little uh, fucking because he is like he is a classic villain. Yeah, he is a genius, uh, and he's like my college educated plot. Like yeah, it's like he always yeah, mentions it's so, like college educated. That's so funny, dude. My, <laughs> I forgot he says that. Yeah, that's so great. So he's constantly talking about like how smart he is and all this kind of stuff. So why why? Would this would this character's main motivation to be to open a restaurant across the street and shut down the 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 crusty crap? Right. 
this has to be personal. Oh, it is. <laughs> I think they allude to that where they're like they used to be friends, yes. but I don't know if we ever know what that that we past do, story yeah, is. we only cover the first season yeah. and that's all we watch, but it I, I, it has to be some sort of deep personal rivalry, yeah. which I love even more because I'm like, yeah, there's no way this genius is like, no, but I, I need to know how to make the best. Y- yes. Like this is, and the I one- believe in later seasons he discovered, like, I think the secret ingredient is just like love or something like it's right. It's some bullshit. Yeah. Like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it is just a basic <laughs> Recipe. Yeah, but if I could get uh, slightly deeper for a second, I think it's also interesting that like he's plankton, like the oh. the literal basis of all the entire food web. Okay, yeah. And he is like the thing that doesn't get any attention or any respect, and nobody likes. But like, meanwhile, you know, ah. he's he's this. Uh, he's in in the real world, like the basis of all marine life ever. Like possible, you know what I mean? Like whales eat the kelp, yeah. the kelp this eats that, and the crabs eat the dead whales, and like everything. But it all starts with him, and he's the only guy in this town who's college educated. He's the only guy who's like ambitious or anything like this. And everyone's just like, yeah, but we're all fucking idiots, so we disrespect you at every turn, and don't like you. And how much, how how much of his stuff is like actually pure evil, and how much of it is like, hey. I'm the outcast of this community. Oh, so much of it is just like, he's the outcast. People sit on me. People ignore me. I speak. No one listens. <laughs> like, yeah, like literally. But he's literally the guy doing all the groundwork that makes life in the ocean possible. That's so funny. I never thought about that, that he's literal playing. Like, yeah, he's the, he's, and and the other thing, just to get like real deep. No, and science, science is up, no, Craig. Science. It's like I, I, I was it. looking it up. I was like, so plankton comes from like the uh, the Greek word for like wanderer or drifter because like that's what defines a plankton. Like a plankton isn't one thing. Like there's zooplankton and uh, and um, like there's animals and plants basically that are all plankton and like all these different one celled or multi celled things. So it's just like it's oh, like oh buddy, you're rocking fam- me right now. I had a- no idea. Oh really? Yeah. Oh so no, like, you're rocking my so world. So it's like a family of organisms, but what defines yeah. them is that they just basically don't have the power to go against the currents. Like so, they're just like adrift and like travel the ocean that way. Damn. So I was, I think there's like a metaphor there where you go like this is a man. This is a character who has no uh, no power for self determination. He he literally has to go the way that the 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 winds or huh. the currents are going, and he's <coughs> his whole personality is fighting against that. Right, his whole personality is like, I'm going to open a restaurant. Well, you can't ever fight against the forces of the Krabby Patty that are pushing you that way. You can't fight against the current. I'm going to clear this beach. Well, you can't really ever fight against your your thing can't ever actually be uh any opposition to SpongeBob's insane positivity, right? Like like you can try as you might, but you're always going to go where the 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 current or the flow takes you. And like I think there's something tragic there. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sometimes I, and I felt this several times this episode. I'm like, oh, we're getting serious on SpongeBob right now. It honestly sometimes it makes me laugh so it's fucking never hard. The ones you think it's no, gonna be. it just makes it's so stupid. I love it. I love how. Actually, if you 
I I feel like I'm going to get like a fucking I'm going to have to go back to school or something and get like a PhD on like <laughs> the villainography or villain- something. the villains of SpongeBob and how <laughs> Uh, I can't Mr. Even... Krabs is uh, the modern Mr. Scrooge. He's, uh, he's oh yeah, uh, yeah. I also he's get a representation like... of capitalism and how it destroys the oceans. I, uh. <laughs> I also really get um, maybe more from Squidward than Plankton, but I also get like, do you ever feel like this uh, real like Frank Grimes tone to everything? Of like, mm. oh, like I'm just next to this idiot that everything works out for and yep. I'm fucking losing it. <laughs> yes. And it really, yeah, I think that's like basically they're just like, oh, this is just Frank Grimes like strung out. Like we're let's just let him ride. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because SpongeBob, again, a sponge also just kind of absorbs whatever happens around mm. him and it never affects him at all. Right. Like, yes. just like he's he's literally like an endless sponge for what else is happening in the world. Like like Squidward gets hurt and SpongeBob never does because he just soaks it up. Like the one that we watched uh, the April Fool's Day. I was just about to say. Yeah. That, yeah. Where it's like he, SpongeBob keeps pranking people and they are the worst, most childish like, I only gave you one ice cube and you asked for two. <laughs> like, uh, I, I would, I would lose it on it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because even that fish is like, what did you do to my drink? What did you do to it? Yes. Uh, but also, uh, just to to point out that I think the point was, was that it's like, oh, look at SpongeBob. He's doing all these little pranks that mean nothing. And then it's like, oh, Squidward goes way too far. He goes to a thousand, other. for sure. He goes to a thousand, but it's like, but actually, the prank that um, Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob pulled on Squidward was actually a lot meaner than all the other little pranks he pulled. I'm trying to think because what was they the call prank? him in, being like, "Hey, we have like, I can't. Remember, I think it's like oh, a magazine or something. We have like the the head of like culture, yeah, like an yeah. art critic here to see you. They're asking for you." Which is actually like way meaner. Than anything else, especially like, and I understand that in the concept of this cartoon, it's like, oh yeah, Squidward went to a thousand. No, he didn't. He didn't go to a thousand because this sponge can't be hurt. This does nothing to this guy. And you actually kind of crushed my soul off the top of this episode. Yeah. You crushed my soul. I work at a minimum wage fast food joint. You tell me that my passions might become something more today. That's so much crueler. You're right. Oh, it's so mean, man. <laughs> it's so fucking mean. Yeah, what's the one thing that you want? I'm going to dangle it in front ah! of you and make you think that you've won- Oh, you're right. I'm feeling this deeply. Uh, yeah, that's now. what I'm saying. Like yeah. a lot of this stuff, I think because it's a good show, it's like it's it's really play- it's like, "Oh, this is kind of funny and this is like nothing and whatever." But the way SpongeBob kind of dunks on Squidward sometimes is really fucked. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, isn't it funny that he has ambitions beyond uh, what we have? Yeah. Like, no. And isn't it funny how he's never going to achieve them? Ho, ho, ho. And, like, Squidward knows April, like, he books it off work. He calls in sick because he's like, I need to avoid this at all costs. This is a, and he doesn't even lie to Mr. Krabs. He's basically like, this is a mental health day. Yeah. He's like, what's wrong with you? Look at the calendar. Yeah, not coming in on April 1st so SpongeBob can torture me. And yeah, he goes to a thousand, right? And, Mm. And like, kind of, 
whips SpongeBob around the restaurant with like a snare. But it's it's also like cut kind of cartoon violence you know? oh yes like do sponges have bones i don't think they do no. like nothing can be broken SpongeBob on sponge. never gets hurt yeah he's fine squidward oh, on the other... episode but he's sick squidward on the other hand does get uh hurt quite badly a few times like pretty the, regularly the uh the we're gonna go chase jellyfish thing and it's just like he just keeps getting stung by bigger and bigger jellyfish and they yeah. they even like dry they like he shows up in casts and they're like we're gonna make this the best day ever, never once getting the hint that he does not want to do this he does not want to go leave me alone, I just want to be, in a full body cast at home alone. Yeah, he is really fighting against a current of idiots. Yes, like and, and the only way to go through this is just to drift with them. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's and the, the now that I think about it, the entire show is somewhat anti-intellectual, and the, like the only person who is a college educated is Plankton, who's a fuck up. The the liking or or pursuing um, artistic or or ref, refined things is viewed as like. A boring, like a, a sort of boredom that you need to be saved from and worthy of mocking. Like, you don't really understand what fun is. Here's fun. Here's the piece of paper that's fun. You don't understand what fun is. And if you knew what fun was, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing. And that was actually, I think, a pretty big trend in like 90s, uh, early 2000s TV specifically is the this concept of if you're, if you're smart, you're boring. If you're if you're not an idiot, you're not having fun. Um, <laughs> no, for real. Like yeah, it's like yeah, you, yeah. if you look at like uh, just to give an example, like if you look at uh, Friends, for example, wildly popular. And as much as I think Ross is a fucking putz, and I fucking hate him as and a character, go listen to our yeah. If if you look at him, they're constantly doing that to him. Yeah, true. They're true, constantly true. dunking on him. They're pretending to fall asleep. The second he says anything intellectual, they're out. And that's the only time I do agree with him where I'm like, fuck, come on, guys. What? You can't listen to one speech on dinosaurs? Jesus. This is his passion. This is what he Body. loves. I'd listen to you talk about science all day. Yeah. <laughs> all day. All right? And I'm a fucking, I'm a bit of an idiot. So like... <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it was very much this. Uh, it was a really, really big trend, yeah. I, in my opinion. Of yeah, like, you're not wrong. If you're yeah. smart, you're a loser. Yeah, and you're boring, and like it's it's cool to be checked out. It's cool to be apathetic. It's cool to be like even I think uh, uh, South Park around that time was sort of the same thing and criticized the same way mm. going forward, which is just like yeah, they make fun of everybody, but like the result of that is sort of you're stupid if you care. Yes. Yeah. Like, isn't it dumb that people care about insert issue here? Mm -hmm. Because look at how dumb everyone is on both sides. And you go, yeah, okay, that's like for some things, but not all, you know? Like, yep. care a little bit. Care oh, a little bit. Oh, yeah, you got to care about something. Yeah. Something. Not everything, but you got to care about something. You don't have to care about your fast food job, but you can care about playing the clarinet. Oh, buddy, yeah. And who cares if you're good, right? Like, that's the other thing. That's a great, yeah. Yeah, he's not trying to be a concert clarinetist. Mm -hmm. It's a hobby that he has. It's something that he can do with his hands and his mind and that takes his mind off of the, the absolutely insane things that are happening in his life. Just let him play his fucking clarinet. 
Yes. I think I think that's it. Yeah. I think we did. I think we did it. I think SpongeBob we, yeah. was wrong. SpongeBob was wrong. We we talked about this so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, now it is time to give our definitive rankings of how good the villain was. Uh, I've got the uh, I've got a sea creature scale. Okay. Uh, so um, on a scale from a sea sponge mm-hmm. to a sea cucumber, uh, I'm going to give Squidward a sea urchin. Uh, a little prickly, but just wants to be left alone. Aww, yeah. That's cute. I've got uh, things that can't, uh, that would never happen scale. Uh, so uh, from a campfire underwater, <laughs> which is something I find very charming and you see very regularly in these SpongeBob episodes, um, to uh, ballet at a convoy, I am going to give Plankton um, ice cream in a volcano. <laughs> the second that thing heats up, all the sweetness is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, and guys, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there are a couple of ways that you can help us out. If you would like to follow us on any platform, you can follow us at uh, VWR on Twitter, or sorry, VWR Podcast on Twitter, uh, Villain Was Right on Facebook. Villain was right at gmail.com if you would like to uh, email us. I am now taking that over, so prepare for some uh, pretty spicy replies. Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, I have read so many emails where they're like, listen, I know Rebecca's not going to see this. And I'm like, bah! <laughs> I'm such a fucking loser, man. That makes oh, me laugh. No, 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 I love. It makes me laugh so hard every time. I'm like, that's so great. I love my branding. Um, yeah, guys, and um, we are also on uh, TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Villain was right. So if you want to see our faces and watch us, you know, overreact, then yes, you can. You can do that there. And if you have a couple of bucks, yeah, if you want to support the podcast financially, uh, we are on uh, Patreon. Patreon.com/slash. The villain was right. And Patreon is a monthly subscription service where you get to support the artists that you like. And in exchange, you get some amazing benefits. So if you uh, support us at the top tier, $7 a month is going to get you uh, access to two bonus episodes every month where we talk about things where the villain wasn't necessarily right. Um, So uh, sign up and check that out. You also get ad-free episodes, um, early releases of episodes, and uh, you're able to vote on our audience choice episodes every month which is really fun and cool. So thank you to everyone who already supports us on there. Thank you to everyone who's uh, just listening here now or maybe discovered it for the first time and uh, for telling your friends and uh, rating and reviewing on whatever platform uh, that you listen on. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. What do you got, Rebecca? All right. I'm a villain. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am. I feel like I'm... Okay, so uh, you guys remember how... Or if you listen to that episode, I can't even remember which episode I talk about it on, but I had, of course, lost my headphones. Okay, I lost them in an Uber. I never got them back. They were quite expensive, so I'm not surprised. Anyway bitch, I got to lose something at some point, right? Anyway, so uh, since then, and I did not know this about myself, really, but I have been fucking snapping, okay? And honestly, watching SpongeBob has really just solidified how I feel because I'm like, oh, man, I have felt so strongly for Squidward because I'm like, oh, this noisy fucking neighbor because I have, and I didn't real, I actually didn't realize this because I'm somebody that will walk around with headphones on like 24 hours a day. Not 20, you know what I mean? But like when I'm doing shit, like if I'm I'm washing the dishes, I'm cleaning, I'm doing whatever. 
I've got my noise canceling headphones on and I'm bopping and I'm vibing and I'm having a great life, right? And I've had them since I moved in to this new apartment, right? So I've just been thinking this apartment is fucking crisp. I'm like, this is the best place to live ever. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay, I didn't realize, again, like I said earlier, that I have two dogs on the one side of me just yapping. Just yapping the whole time. Okay, constant. Okay, there's construction. There, my my laundry machine is the noisiest thing on the planet. I never even realized. Like I'm walking around and I, so I so I looked at my roommate last night. I was so excited because I told her I was like because my headphones are actually I ordered new ones and they're showing up today because I was just snapping. I was like I need these back. I didn't realize I was like this. I didn't know that I had this aversion to like auditory pro. Like I just like I am snapping. I I'm, I'm breaking down constantly. So I'm telling my roommate, I'm like, hey, um, are you going to be around in the afternoon? Because like I'm getting these headphones dropped off and I just want to make sure that somebody is home because I really need to get these. Okay. They're expensive. I need somebody to answer the door, please. And she goes, oh yeah, absolutely. I was like, yeah, I just like, I I needed to order them right away. I feel like I've been a little agitated. And she goes, oh no. (laughs) She's like, there has been a fundamental switch. Just a big shift in your energy in the last like two weeks. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm so, she's like, yeah, I'll stay home and get these headphones for you because apparently. For my mental health. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I haven't been snapping or anything. I, like, I'm just like normally, like when I walk around the house, I'm so sunny all the time. Like, I'm just big smart. Hey, how you doing? Like, what do you need? Whatever. And like, I see Lexa now and I'm like, I'm going to go to my room. Like, it's not like I'm snapping or anything, but I'm just like, I am not the same. And I did not know this about myself. <laughs> So this is something I very much discovered this week, and I'm so happy my headphones are coming yeah. in tonight. Anyway, point being is I am the villain of this week because I didn't realize <laughs> that I was having this type of fucking energy up in here. Isn't it great that we can still discover things about ourselves? Oh, like yeah, that? I had no just... idea. But now that you know, now I know I can fix it. Exactly. Okay, like I can, there are things in place that I can do to fix this yeah. problem. But Days where you're like, why am I so agitated? agitated. Yeah. You go, oh, because there's like, I need my I need my noise cancelies. Yeah. <laughs> I need to fucking vacuum my fucking ears. It works. Yeah, it, it works. Hey, it, it fucking works, dude. Yeah. And thank I can't you noise guys. Canceling. Yes. And I cannot, I gotta tell you, team, if you can't afford it, because I'm some, I've always been somebody where I'm like, I don't know that it's the difference. I can't <laughs> I can't can't notice the difference. Same. Okay. I never noticed the difference. And then I put on good headphones and I was like, I noticed the difference. Like it's it is. Insane. It's night and day. I literally, there are backbeats to songs I have been listening to my whole life that I didn't know were there. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even know this was here. So, and <laughs> sometimes I just put mine on and I like, I even forget to put on the music and I'm just oh. like, oh, it's just quiet. It's just quiet now. And anyway. then you take them off and there's like this like hum and this like hiss everywhere. And you're I like, I just want to fight things. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know my, my fucking fridge was just making this fucking noise. They're, they're like, what noise? I'm like, you can't hear that. Every, like, every fourth Arr! rotation. There's a squeak. <laughs> like, I'm just fucking barking at the other end. Like, anyway. Same, same. Yeah. Anywho, that's it for me. What about you, Craig? Uh, so speaking of getting all agitated and <laughs> bent out of shape, uh, I've got, to, I've got a hero this week but um a couple weeks ago i was i was in a bad place like i was i was getting really down on myself i was like you know in the spiral of like nobody likes me you know i don't belong anywhere people like you everybody i talk to likes you (laughs) thank you thank you very much i'm sorry i just want to interject here really quick (laughs) my mom told me we were having a discussion about whether um 
whether I should could ever date a comedian again in my life. And my mom went, well, Craig's a comedian. They can't be all bad, Rebecca. Oh, that's very nice. That is nice. I you am the mother approved. I am the exception to the rule. Uh, <laughs> my advice, my advice to you, Rebecca, is don't date another comedian. Uh, <laughs> Woo! I'm, I'm killing Rebecca here. All right. All this, all this to say, uh, I was. It, and it, it is very easy in this industry <sighs> to get down on yourself. And like, yes, it is. I had yeah. been sick, so I'd been home too much, and like hadn't been going out. And it was just this spiral of like, nobody likes me, everybody hates me, I'm no good at what I do, blah, 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 blah. and just like spiraling out of control. And I was finally just like, you know, intellectually, what's going to make you feel better from this, which is just actually leaving the house and going and hanging out with the comedians and people and being part of it yeah. and and talking and seeing people. Again, it's a thing that you, when you're spiraling like that, you convince yourself that yeah. nobody wants you to be there, blah, blah, blah. So it was tough. Anyway, so I'd kind of gone out a couple times and like I was sort of coming out of that. And I, I went to Comedy Bar, like kind of the, the local comedians hang in, in Toronto. And I was talking to um, uh, one friend of mine and uh, I was just like, oh, hey, by the way, I wanted to ask you because like you're from you're from this area and like I know you've worked here as like someone told like who do I get in touch with to do this club? Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, because I was told one thing and it seems weird. Right. It seems like I'm being passed off or something like that to somebody who I shouldn't contact. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, you know who would know this? Uh, this third guy. We're going to call him Roger. For yeah. The sake of this. Yeah. Right. He's like, and Roger's actually here tonight. And I'll ask him. I was like, oh, thanks so mm -hmm. much for that. I don't really know Roger that well. So, you know, thanks for this. And then Roger walks by and our, my friend goes like, oh, hey, uh, Craig wanted to know all this information. And Roger stops. He's like, oh, yeah, like this is the reason. It is this. You got the right contact. Here's the reason it changed. You're good. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that was nice. Like I'm, I'm just feeling a little good. And uh, I was like, confirmed that I have the right contact information that's as far as this interaction <laughs> needs to go. Yeah. Right. And then the next day, I sit down. I go outside to like answer a couple emails. I open up my computer, and there is a message from Roger saying, Hey, I emailed the guy that you need to contact, mm -hmm. gave him a heads up, told him you'd be great for this, hey. um, recommended it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think you'd be great. We should have you out there. And I was just like, I just had to sit there. And like, I just felt like it well up inside me. And Woo! like, I almost, because like, it was, it was like whiplash, right? To go oh, from okay, like, yeah. everybody hates me, nobody likes me, everything, to somebody being like, hey, based on that one conversation where all you wanted was a name, I reached out, I put in a good mm -hmm. word, I vouched for you, I think you're funny. And then like, the cherry on top of it was just like, it's Facebook Messenger. So like, you can see like the last time you talked to this person and it was back in 2013. So like 10 years ago was the last time we mm -hmm. messaged this guy and it's him getting in contact with me being like, Hey, I just heard you got this thing. That's great. Ever since day one, I knew you'd be good for this. And I was just like, man, there's people out there. Oh, of yeah, course. There's people Craigers. out there who love you. There's people. My and guy. It's just like, anyway, it was like, it was like emotional whiplash. Yeah. I, I was like, I think I'm going to cry. And I was like, if you're going to cry, just let it happen. Yes. And then it didn't quite get to that level, but I was like, 
that's a that's an it felt good anyway oh, it felt good Craig. so that's my hero of the week yeah. there are people out there who love and believe in you even if you don't think it oh buddy you can call me anytime i'll fucking gas you up at any moment you know that <laughs> i know i'll gas I know. you the fuck and up you, bud and, and you know what not, not to be too serious about it but like after that kind of experience is like i had so many people tell me the same thing oh, yeah. and i was like oh i need to make like an actual list of people to like call when i'm feeling like this oh yeah but i got a little the, phone i got a little phone list. tree going i'm like yeah. okay i go I, I go to this person that person that person that person yeah. that person and i was like but there's so many people you know yeah. so there's no reason to feel like that because oh, no dude. drop of a hat like i call you in a minute you yeah. know that oh and i last did last time I we did recorded yeah last time we recorded i called you like two hours later and you're, i was like i got a problem buddy and i know we just <laughs> talked for 10 hours but we need to do this right now and i'm so sorry like, yeah. yeah, and you're on the list. Believe me, you're on the list. You're, you're very high on that list. Oh, then. fuck. Uh, anyway, that's my hero yeah, of the week. Just that's people nice. loving and believing in you. Oh, that's super cute. Um, well, uh, well, guys, as always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy, Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. Guys, next week, I am literally so excited. I am so, so, so excited. Next week, we are covering Armageddon with... <laughs> The, the the one and only the sweet baby angel the the funniest person I've ever met in my entire life Jocelyn Getty is coming on to cover Armageddon with us I'm fucking so pumped look forward to that episode and guys this is the villain was right reminding you don't fight the flow of idiots <laughs> The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.